Yamaha Canada proudly presents the Angler and Hunter Radio Show, the voice of anglers and hunters. On today's show, the Lake Simcoe Fishery with celebrity angler Will Wegman, fall black bear hunting primer with Mike Miller from Angler and Hunter Television Plus, Ontario Out of Doors What's Cooking with Andrew Rochon, the OFAH Fish and Wildlife Corner, MNRF News, and more on today's Angler and Hunter Radio. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge. Pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time in the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique preflex hull design, and the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. Adolph Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus Knives. Stay sharper. Longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Angler and Hunter Radio's Fishing Corner is brought to you by CUDA. Fierce. Tough. Proven. Without a doubt, one of my most favorite places to fish is Lake Simcoe. It's got quite a diverse uh, population, different types of fish, uh, nice clear waters, uh, 
and sometimes you can even see the fish biting. Uh, just as a note, I was watching a bass tournament on live streaming uh, last weekend, and uh, somebody by the name of Chris Johnson, who happens to be probably the best professional bass angler in Canada, if not in the world right now, brought in uh, five bass that weighed 29, almost 30 pounds. So that's an average of six pounds per, per fish. Um, I don't know if I've ever even caught a smallmouth bass six pounds once in my life, never mind five of them in one day. So um, today I've invited uh, the Canadian Angler Hall of Fame uh, uh, inductee, Will Wegman, to join us to talk a little bit about the Lake Simcoe fishery. How are you doing, Will? Hey, very good, Randy. Thanks for uh, having me back on the show. It's always nice to uh, talk fishing with you. Yeah, and speaking of tournaments, you used to fish in my tournament series back in the 19... 19- 10 or something i don't know <laughs> exactly yeah boy that was such a fun series i was just it, it's funny you know i was uh thinking about it today and all the changes uh uh that we've seen not only in tournament fishing but in uh in the lakes that we fish like lake simcoe that we're going to talk about today what a transition it's made from when you've hosted events there I've, i'll never forget this one out of keswick that you hosted the bass ontario uh, tournament series, and you we blasted out of the mouth of the Maskinonge River. Yes, I and, remember that. Yeah, and you were in a in the camera boat, and you were making that amazing show at the time. And and I heard you, and and we did the blast off, and I heard you yell, "There's Wegman, he's circling back." <laughs> and follow him, and I go, "Uh oh, we're gonna have the camera boat on us." And that's exactly what I did. I circled back and fished the break wall in front there and like in 20 minutes we had our limit and uh and, and you guys filmed the whole thing and i think it, it made it to your uh highlight or your your opening credit reel every uh with every show it was uh pretty cool and it was it was one of my tournament highlights yeah i, I i've actually still got those shows and I, I every once in a while i watch it and i see at the front there and those waves on lake simcoe <laughs> pulling in one bass after another and it's interesting because back then um, we very rarely, I don't actually ever recall one of our tournaments being one with smallmouth. It was always with largemouth mm-hmm. bass. Now, as an angler, have you seen a change in, or is it just more awareness of, uh, of, of the smallmouth fishery? Probably a bit of both, um, but I definitely have seen a change because, like you've mentioned, those tournaments were never won on just all smallmouth. It was often mixed bags, or it was the largemouth. And, uh, you know, I, I, I remember so many tournaments where it was held out of Aurelia, and the first thing I would do is, is go down to Cook's Bay and make the run to get the largemouth. Uh, these days, it's the exact opposite. You go for largemouth if you're sort of throwing your hands up and, and saying, okay, I, I know I can't win this, but I want to weigh in a limit. Uh, but the guys that, like the Johnsons that you mentioned, they're never going to do that with largemouth, getting a bag that's pushing, you know, 28, 29, 30 pounds. It's the big, fat, obese, beautiful smallmouth bass that, that Lake Simcoe is renowned for. Yeah, so you figure some of them have, this has come around over time. Now, are there still little smallmouth in the lake? I mean, yeah. is there some recruitment, or is it... Uh, yeah, is... That's, you know what, I there there is uh but having fished this lake now uh you know over 100 days a year for the last oh god it's like 35 years 30 years anyways 
I've, I've seen some changes where it used to be a numbers game and you could uh, be fairly consistent to get, you know, those one and a half, two, three pound smallmouth, and then you'd, you'd hope for a kick or smallie. Uh, personally, my, my feeling is that I'm not seeing as many of those smaller fish. So as an angler, from an angler perspective, I have a little bit of concern. I'd love to see more small smallmouth in the system. Uh, having said that, the numbers of big fish don't seem to be disappearing. So, you know, they, they are there. They're growing up, but the, the big weights are just incredible. Uh, and that, that one that we had recently at the Canadian Open uh, with the Johnson's uh, wing in those big bags, and to think that these are posts, spawn fish yeah uh, you know they're all spawned out and those same fish if they were caught for instance in the bps open at the end of october uh that current 31.5 pound record of all-time canadian record for the five heaviest fish smallmouth or bass ever brought in in a tournament that that could have been broken uh i have a feeling if if these uh these same fish are caught at that time of year yeah yeah exactly so uh, bass fishery looks good, and I mean largemouth bass. Hey, fill your boots. They're they're really an underutilized uh, fishery on Simcoe. Mm-hmm. Now, um, our cold water fishes, um, and I'm thinking right now of herring, and I'm thinking about when I was a kid, and we go up to uh, Kempenfelt Bay and go out and rent an ice hut with my dad and my uncle, and you'd look down the hole and see thousands and thousands of these mm-hmm. uh, these uh, bluebacks, as we called them. And we'd catch them, take them home and eat them. And then it got to the point where, you know, they put a moratorium on them and you couldn't fish for them. Uh, that fishery's come back now. It's remarkable. Yeah, we had uh, the, um, we had, I remember those days too, and we had, you know, bushel baskets full. And there were, uh, the herring were so plentiful and you'd see them, uh, by, like you said, by the thousands down the hole. And then natural reproduction more or less stopped. Uh, through the 90s and late 80s. And, you know, along with lake trout whitefish, uh, Cisco or lake herring are cold water species and they require ultimate uh, conditions for, for spawning success. And when lake trout whitefish stopped spawning, the ministry, uh, you know, had stocking programs, 140,000 uh, whitefish every year and 100,000 lake trout were stocked for years and years. And now, you know, there's natural reproduction of lake trout whitefish. Ministries reduce stocking to for lake trout, anyways, to uh, 50,000 a year, down from 100. Still stocking 140,000 whitefish, uh, but uh, Cisco never had the blessing of any kind of stocking. So the very few that were left in the lake, and that's one reason the fishery uh, was closed. You know. Uh, closed season for an entire year and no possession limit, uh, but they came back on their own. And that is a remarkable success story that without any stocking efforts, these Cisco found conditions, the few that were remaining, um, found that conditions were improving and they started reproducing again and in good numbers. Yeah. And there are people now that are seeing maybe not tens of thousands, but like close to a thousand below the whole ice fishing. More Angler and Hunter Radio when we return after these important words. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. 
Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time in the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique Preflex hull design, and the -the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. Adolph Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus Knives. Stay sharper. Longer. weather changes the forest changes conditions change when seasons change you have to change with them for every season Yukon Gear has you covered Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament-quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball-bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork-split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Welcome back to my chat with celebrity angler Will Wegman on the Lake Simcoe fishery. That's inc- that, that's an incredible story, and I I think the takeaway on that is if if we can just be custodial in the way that we take care of habitat, um, wildlife will kind of take care of itself. It's such a good point, Randy. I wish more people realized the 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 value of being a responsible angler and hunter, uh, you know, can go beyond just following the regulations that we have to follow out there. You know, catch and release, selective harvest, uh, becoming involved with uh, clubs that do restoration work, uh, you know, even um, having an eye out for aquatic invasive species, whether it's plants or fish, and, and, and letting the uh, the proper authorities know of those findings. We all have that responsibility, and 
I just wish more people would, you know, live by that code that they really do have a responsibility that we all have to share um, in that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Lake Simcoe, uh, on the same topic, I noticed on social media, I'm seeing more and more um, coverage of uh, uh, lake assessment in terms of uh, fish populations. I've seen some pictures of some baby muskies and some big catfish. And mm-hmm. um, are, Have you been, like, involved? Do you know anything about that? or? Yeah, I know that, you know, well, I know the lake is managed by two uh, district offices, both the Midhurst on the west side and uh, north uh, north corner, and then uh, the Aurora district uh, looks after itself. So there's staff that are doing various uh, uh, programs. But we all there's also on the lake the uh, Lake Simcoe Fisheries Assessment Unit that's run by uh, the Ministry of Natural Resources and Forestry right out of Sybil Point Provincial Park. And their staff are there to assess trend through time data with various uh, netting programs and all kinds of uh, uh, research to ensure that populations stay healthy and the fish community is thriving uh, for recreation anglers to uh, enjoy. Yeah, and that's why we all buy fishing licenses and you can have some... uh some faith in knowing that this is uh, this is all going on and Lake Simcoe is as good and maybe even a uh, better fishery than it was when I was young. Mm-hmm. N- now, speaking of Lake Simcoe, um, I, when I was a kid, one of my heroes was Marilyn Bell. She swam across oh. Lake Ontario. Yes. Well, my new hero is Will Wegman. He swims across <laughs> Lake Simcoe. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, well it's, it's neighbor to the north, Lake Kuchiching. Oh, it's good. Uh, yeah. It's, okay. A little bit calmer uh, most days, but um, yeah, every year for the last four years, I've been uh, participating in the Sun City Swim. Uh, so this will be my fifth uh, time doing that. It's a fundraiser for the. Simcoe Child Advocacy uh, Center, and uh, it raises funds for these uh, folks that look after abused kids. And uh, it's it's a great great event. I have a lot of fun doing it. I like uh, swimming laps uh, uh, most mornings, and uh, thought this would be a good extension of that. So yeah, once a year I participate in this swim and try to raise uh, funds for for this group. That's amazing. Now, does this help you uh, locate uh, schools of fish for your next <laughs> tournament? <laughs> I, I, I do wear some uh, pretty good goggles that allow me to uh, do some quasi-snorkeling along the way, and it's it's true. I, I can't help myself because uh, we swim over some amazing habitat from the Fern Resort to Kuchiching Beach Park, and some places aren't that deep at all, and you, you hit a little rock pile with some weeds, and you see a big smallmouth dart out in front of you, and you know, you go swimming off course a little bit, at least I do, to, to, to have a better look. And it's uh, it's a bit of a distraction, but it, uh, it, it's fun. And it, it helped me to come up with the whole scheme to raise funds. I call my little campaign uh, Swim with the Fishes. That's amazing. Uh, we'll swim with the fishes. So, yeah. So how could our listeners find out more information? Could they sponsor you? Is there a website they can go to, that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, I do have a link on my site. So if uh, anyone is interested in making a small donation, that would be great. And uh, it's just willwegman.com, and Will is with one L, and then Wegman, W-E-G-M-A-N. Very, very good. Will Wegman, Canadian Angler Hall of Fame inductee. Man, I, 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 I'm honored to be in your presence, sir. Thank oh. you so much for coming out and talking to us about the good old days and the good old days now on Lake Simcoe. 
Absolutely. Thank you, Randy. All right. Tight lines the rest of the season. More Angler and Hunter Radio when we return after these words. Angler and Hunter Radio's Outdoor Quiz is brought to you by Yozuri. Fish the best. Can you transport live fish in your boat? The answer when we return after these messages. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Mike Miller here from Angler and Hunter Television. Aquatic invasive species and fish-killing diseases like VHS threaten the health of Lake Simcoe. By taking two minutes to clean, drain, and dry your boat, every time you take it out of the water, you will help stop the spread of aquatic invasive species into Lake Simcoe and other water bodies in Ontario. For more information, contact the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711 or visit invadingspecies.com. A message from Ontario's Invading Species Awareness Program as part of the Operation Boat Clean Campaign. Out with the old, in with the new. The free Scout Look Hunting app allows you to save unlimited hunting locations to view pinpoint, detailed weather forecasts. It employs our proprietary wind mapping technology, scent cone and set zone, putting you on the X to kill more bucks, bulls, and birds. Identify hot spots for hammering gobblers, log game activity to establish lethal patterns, and with global access, Scout Look knows no boundaries. Download the Scout Look Hunting app today. Do what you love. That's good advice, and it sounds easy, but the question is, how? The answer could be at the School of Environmental and Natural Resource Sciences at Fleming College in Lindsay. Choose from over 25 programs like Fish and Wildlife Technician, Conservation and Environmental Law Enforcement, or Aquaculture. It's the number one Canadian college for grads working in environmental and natural resources careers. Do what you love. Start by checking out your options at FlemingCollege.ca. I love these hunting trips, but the kids miss me and my wife worries about us being safe. Yeah, I know what you mean. I bought a Spot Gen 3 for this trip to keep in touch with my girls. That's a satellite messenger, right? Yep. Spot sends my GPS coordinates via satellite right to my family's email or phone. They click on the message and see where I am. I can use it in emergencies to signal for help as well. Spot has rescued over 4,700 adventurers already. Sounds good. Looks small, too. Where do I pick one up? Visit findmespot.com slash hunter today to get all of the details and to find your local dealer. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, 
and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Angler and Hunter Radio's Outdoor Quiz is brought to you by Yozuri. Fish the best. Can you transport live fish in your boat? No, it is illegal to transport live fish in Ontario. Check with the regulations for more details. Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters Fish and Wildlife Corner. Brought to you by Quebec Outfitters. So I want to talk about something that's very important to anybody who spends a lot of time in the outdoors. It's called Lyme disease. And uh, joining me today, Andrea Vandenberg, the uh, communication liaison uh, with the Fish and Wildlife Department here at the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters, is going to help us talk about this and get a little bit of information. How are you doing, Andrea? I'm good, thanks. So why is it important for anglers and hunters and outdoors people in general uh, to know about uh, Lyme disease? Well, the recreational activities and the lifestyle choices that we enjoy as anglers and hunters and trappers increases the odds of coming into contact with ticks that can carry Lyme disease. For example, we spend lots of hours sitting in the bush. We enjoy shore lunches while we're fishing. Uh, We cover lots and lots of miles while we're walking and scouting. We also have hunting dogs and we handle harvested fish and wildlife. It's interesting that you mentioned that. I've uh, I've made sure that my dogs actually get that extra whatever it is for their flea and tick protection, you know, to keep the uh, ticks off them. And many people I've been talking to have been out spring bear hunting, turkey hunting, et cetera, et cetera, or just some people who do some trapping in the woods have noticed quite an increase in the um, ticks uh, that they're finding on themselves. Uh, so how can uh, anglers and hunters prevent these tick bites when they're in the outdoors? Well, Public Health Ontario recommends that um, we wear light-colored clothing, which always isn't um, uh, ideal for hunters, but it does make the ticks easier to spot. Um, You can wear closed footwear and socks, long-sleeve shirt and pants, tuck your pants into your socks. Uh, Make sure you use a tick repellent that has DEET or Icardin on clothes and exposed skin to be sure to follow the manufacturer's directions for that. And definitely search your clothes and body for ticks at least once a day, um, paying close attention to um, the groin area, armpits, and scalp, and use a mirror to use the uh, check the back of your body or to have someone else check for you. So you can also take a shower as soon as you get um, back after being outdoors to more easily see them and wash off any ticks. And also make sure that you place uh, outdoor clothing through the dryer cycle for 60 minutes on high, and that will uh, kill um, any ticks. So, so some good uh, facts there to follow. Now, if you do happen to have a tick that does, you know, get embedded, is there a particular way to remove it from your skin? Yes. Again, Public Health Ontario recommends to use a fine tip tweezer and to actually grasp the tick as close to your skin as possible, uh, but don't use your fingers. And then pull the tick straight out. Uh, Gently but firmly, don't squeeze it. Squeezing the tick can actually cause the bacteria to be accidentally introduced into your body. And then after you remove the tick, place it in a screw top bottle and take it to your doctor or health unit for tick identification and for possible testing. Um, Submitting a tick uh, is to assist with the provincial surveillance program and decisions to diagnose or treat for Lyme disease should not be delayed if the wait Uh, if you have to wait for test results. And also thoroughly clean the uh, bite area with um, 
uh, rubbing alcohol or soap and water. So um, some good facts there. And you know, Andrea, for us, we, we work at a place here where we, we know a lot of anglers and hunters, and we do unfortunately know of some people who have contracted Lyme disease. And it's not nice. It's, uh, it's, it's not good to have, and it, it's very hard to diagnose, and treatment is also something that's uh, difficult to, uh, you know, kind of get going. So uh, how, can we, how can we identify the signs and symptoms of this Lyme disease? Uh, there are lots of different signs and symptoms for Lyme disease, but some of them include uh, fever, headache, muscle and joint pains, spasms, numbness or tingling, facial paralysis, fatigue, swollen glands, uh, expanding non-itchy skin rash, and sometimes the rash can look like a red bullseye. It can be bluish purple in color or be crusting or even blistering. Great. Okay, so uh, some good facts. Uh, where can people go to find out more information on Lyme disease? Is there a website or... Yeah, so um, just a reminder that you should see a healthcare professional as early as possible if you have any of those symptoms and if you feel unwell in the weeks following any bite uh, from a tick. So the earlier treatment is received, the better, as most cases can be treated uh, within a few weeks with uh, the use of antibiotics. So every time we go out, there is a risk of crossing paths with ticks. So we've provided links to information about Lyme disease on our webpage at www.ofah.org slash Lyme disease to raise awareness among the hunting and outdoors community. Hey, well, thank you so much, Andrea, for coming out and giving us a little bit of information today on Lyme disease. You're very welcome. More Angler and Hunter Radio when we return after these words. Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters Fish and Wildlife Corner, brought to you by Quebec Outfitters. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Did you know four species of invasive fish known as Asian carps are threatening to invade the Great Lakes? These fish have the potential to devour the food sources and habitat our native fish depend on and negatively impact our ability to enjoy our lakes and rivers. Help prevent the introduction of Asian carps. Report sightings to the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711 or visit invadingspecies.com. A message from Ontario's Invading Species Awareness Program. Out with the old, in with the new. The free Scout Look Hunting app allows you to save unlimited hunting locations to view pinpoint, detailed weather forecasts. It employs our proprietary wind mapping technology, scent cone and set zone, putting you on the X to kill more bucks, bulls, and birds. Identify hot spots for hammering gobblers, log game activity to establish lethal patterns, and with global access, Scout Look knows no boundaries. Download the Scout Look Hunting app today. Do what you love. That's good advice, and it sounds easy, but the question is, how? The answer could be at the School of Environmental and Natural Resource Sciences at Fleming College in Lindsay. Choose from over 25 programs like Fish and Wildlife Technician, Conservation and Environmental Law Enforcement, or Aquaculture. It's the number one Canadian college for grads working in environmental and natural resources careers. Do what you love. 
start by checking out your options at FlemingCollege.ca. I love these hunting trips, but the kids miss me, and my wife worries about us being safe. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I bought a Spot Gen 3 for this trip to keep in touch with my girls. That's a satellite messenger, right? Yep. Spot sends my GPS coordinates via satellite right to my family's email or phone. They click on the message and see where I am. I can use it in emergencies to signal for help as well. Spot has rescued over 4,700 adventurers already. Sounds good. Looks small, too. Where do I pick one up? Visit findmespot.com slash hunter today to get all of the details and to find your local dealer. If Quebec isn't on your outdoor adventure bucket list, it should be. No hassle and supremely affordable hunting and fishing adventures are waiting right next door. Discover great destinations for hunting big game and unique fishing adventures for brook trout, Atlantic salmon, pike, and walleye. What is it that draws so many hunters and fishermen to Quebec? See for yourself at www.hunting/fishing.quebec and start planning your next trip. Let a Quebec outfitter be your guide and enjoy the journey. www.hunting/fishing.quebec Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. What's Cooking with Andrew Roshan, brought to you by Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. Okay, so as a kid, I really enjoyed uh, hunting for rabbits with my friend Mark. He lived up in Halliburton, which was uh, handy, right near the village there. And we'd take our little 22s and off into the woods and swamps we'd go. And, I mean, we didn't get a lot of rabbits, but, um, you know, one or two rabbits is, was, a, was a good meal for us. And uh, I really enjoyed the rabbit stew that we had up at his place and uh, the rabbit stew that was prepared for me when I went home from time to time. But uh, it's a different type of protein, and um, Andrew Roshan is here to talk more about rabbits. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm doing well, Randy. Thanks for having me. So rabbits. Uh, yeah, they're <laughs> fun, to, fun to hunt and Oh, tricky! You got to be a pretty good shot. So I, I, that's why I like about hunting them is you know it's a, it's a challenge for sure. Uh, definitely fun in the winter, but cooking rabbit rabbit is found in some of the menus of the top restaurants right now. It, it's very very uh, popular, becoming more popular meat. Whereas you know back in the day it was just a regular kind of food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, some people I think associate uh, won't eat rabbit. Let's say because of the animal itself, and, you know, mostly I, I'm speaking in terms of my wife and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know what it looks like before it's turned into a delicious stew, unfortunately, <laughs> and they hold that against it. But it's a it's a great meat, and it's a very delicate meat, so it, a nice light simmering, like you'll hear a lot of people do, you know, braising, which I like to do with some beer and some carrots. Well, obviously carrots. Yeah. But <laughs> beer, carrots, garlic, <laughs> and, uh, you know, some different herbs, thyme and some savory herbs like that, and just a very light braise. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds really good. Yeah, and you want to be careful because it can't overcook, and it, but it'll become tender pretty quickly. So, you know, just a light little braise, serve that over some rice with some of the gravy that's left over. And one of my favorite ways is just, just braised rabbit. Very, very nice. So where can our listeners find out more details on your recipes? Uh, well, you can grab a copy of Ontario Out of Doors magazine, and you'll be able to find all my original recipes in there in each issue. Or you can... Uh, 
scoot over to the website, which is www.oodmag.com forward slash cooking. Very good. Thank you very much. We'll be talking to you soon. Thank you. What's Cooking with Andrew Roshan, brought to you by Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time in the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique Preflex hull design, and the -the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. Adolph Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions, because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus Knives. Stay sharper. Longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Angler and Hunter Radio's Hunting Corner is brought to you by Camillus, quality knives since 1876. So the first bear that I ever shot was on Remembrance Day, and that's how I remember, because it was on November 11th. This is, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe eight years ago. And uh, I wasn't bear hunting. I was actually deer hunting. And this bear just walked right up to me, and we had some delicious bear to eat that, uh, that winter, which is really good. So... It got more difficult after that, and uh, 
it seems to get more and more difficult every year. So why not bring in an expert from Angler and Hunter Television, Mike Miller? How you doing, Mike? That's you know I'm I'm good, Randy. Nice to nice to be on again. And it's a it's a funny story because you were deer hunting and you you saw a bear and and that happens more often than not. I think uh, in the fall, guys aren't intentionally bear hunting, but they do see bear when they're deer hunting. Yeah, yeah, and and you know even during you know November 11th, it's snowing out that day and. You know, oh, they're hibernating. Well, this one wasn't hibernating. <laughs> yeah, they. <laughs> and I'm I'm not a biologist by any stretch, but they they don't hibernate until they absolutely have to. Yeah, right? they're like any other critter. If there's an opportunity for them to eat, or the temperatures are mild, um, they're not they're not going to go lay down. Yeah, uh, they might not travel as far, but you're always looking for food. You eh? got that right. Yeah. So for your and you've been quite successful with uh, black bears, and I know that just from watching Anglin Hunter Television. Um, what would be the one thing that you would think you attribute your success to? Would it be uh, technique? Would it be location or something else? Well, you know what? There's bears everywhere. I mean, I don't know if there's a square inch of Ontario that doesn't have a black bear in it. You know, from Scarborough all the way to Kenora, there's black bears. So if you if you have property or, or an area where you can set up and, and you can start baiting. Yep. Uh, as long as you follow the rules for baiting, uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to get some bear activity. Um, so baiting is is the number one way to do it. But what happens is uh, the bear season is so early, um, September 1st, that you need to start, if you want to see a bear, you need to start baiting two or three weeks prior to when you actually hunt. Like you can't go out in the woods and throw a bunch of bait down or set up a bait station, climb up in a tree and then wait for a bear to come out. It doesn't quite work like that. Right. You know. So you've got to kind of keep this going. Yeah. You have to get the bear conditioned to come there. Right, right. Right. Because they're not going to go out of their way. They they have their their paths, their roots, their daily routines where they find food. So if you can add to that and create a bait, you can get bears regularly coming and then put a stand up and then in a two or three days of a, of a season or of a hunt, chances are pretty good you're going to get some activity. But the, the one thing about black bears I've found personally is the later in the season you go in the fall, the less apt a bear is to come to your bait. Okay. So it's, you're looking at more of an early season thing. I know for baiting, I use, it's like those barrels that you find underneath docks. So they're really heavy plastic. We tried some other ones and the bears would just literally chew the barrel right up. I guess they've got pretty strong jaws. Yeah. they. <laughs> it's incredible what they can do to these things. I mean, I've seen them pop lids off of barrels, uh, crush, um, you know, steel drums, uh, that sort of thing, but a steel drum. Um, there's if you if you do look it up or watch a couple of the old episodes of Angler and Hunter on YouTube, you'll see some baiting methods. But uh, for the most part, that first month September um, is when you're going to get a bear out of bait. More Angler and Hunter Radio when we return after these words. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Did you know that the seeds of invasive plants can easily be transported to new areas in mud on the tires of all-terrain vehicles? 
help to stop the spread of invasive plants by staying on designated trails and cleaning mud and debris from the tires of your ATV between trips. For more information, contact the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711 or visit invadingspecies.com. A message from Ontario's Invading Species Awareness Program. Out with the old, in with the new. The free Scout Look Hunting app allows you to save unlimited hunting locations to view pinpoint, detailed weather forecasts. It employs our proprietary wind mapping technology, scent cone and set zone, putting you on the X to kill more bucks, bulls, and birds. Identify hot spots for hammering gobblers, log game activity to establish lethal patterns, and with global access, Scout Look knows no boundaries. Download the Scout Look Hunting app today. I love these hunting trips, but the kids miss me, and my wife worries about us being safe. Yeah, I I know what you mean. I bought a Spot Gen 3 for this trip to keep in touch with my girls. That's a satellite messenger, right? Yep. Spot sends my GPS coordinates via satellite right to my family's email or phone. They click on the message and see where I am. I can use it in emergencies to signal for help as well. Spot has rescued over 4,700 adventurers already. Sounds good. Looks small, too. Where do I pick one up? Visit findmespot.com slash hunter today to get all of the details and to find your local dealer. If Quebec isn't on your outdoor adventure bucket list, it should be. No hassle and supremely affordable hunting and fishing adventures are waiting right next door. Discover great destinations for hunting big game and unique fishing adventures for brook trout, Atlantic salmon, pike, and walleye. What is it that draws so many hunters and fishermen to Quebec? See for yourself at www.hunting/fishing.quebec and start planning your next trip. Let a Quebec outfitter be your guide and enjoy the journey. www.hunting/fishing.quebec Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Welcome back. You're listening to my chat with Mike Miller on fall black bear hunting. Well, you, I would always go with carbs, you know, donuts, sweets, breads, anything okay. sugary or, or syrups. Uh, stay away from meat, uh, fish, things like that. Um, bears do smell that stuff and, and it attracts them. But nine times out of ten, you get some hot days in the fall and your bait station just turns into a... It starts to spoil, eh? Yeah, it's yeah. smelly. There's flies. There's maggots. It's ugly. Well, for, for that type of thing, what we used to use was um, we'd get, like, the dog kibble. Yep. And then we'd put it in these big barrels, and I just drilled, uh, like, one-inch holes in the barrel and close it up, and we'd put some, like, maple syrup and stuff in there with it. That worked well, but um, what I've been hearing and what we started using last year and we had some success with was just popcorn. Yeah, but well, popcorn's light, and it's easy to transport, so a lot of guys do use popcorn, right? And it's inexpensive, but a, a dog food, you can buy a real cheap... 18 kilo bag of dog food and a, and a liter of molasses. Yeah. And you got yourself a bear bait right there. Right. Um, but the trick is you got to keep it um, stocked. You got to refill it every couple of days. 
Now, what happens when you get pictures, and some of this is from my experience, and I hope it's reflective of some of our listeners' experiences. What happens when you get lots of trail cam pictures, but they're only coming out at night? Is this something you just need to be patient with, or are you doing something wrong? Or Yeah, well, it, the further south you come in Ontario, the more populated areas, you'll find bears are more nocturnal, whereas up north, where there's not a lot of human activity, bears tend to roam uh, at all times of day. But uh, like anything else, they're, they're morning and evening feeders, yeah. uh, a lot like deer. You know, they, they capitalize at that twilight period. So um, if, you're, if you're patient and you're hunting, your pictures are at night, but the chances are pretty good the bear is actually around your bait site before it gets dark. So what you're seeing is 20 feet in front of the camera. So at, let's say it gets dark at 830 and at 8.45, you've got pictures of a bear. It's not like they just turned, the light switch went off and they came in and started feeding. They'll come in 45 minutes to an hour and they'll scope out the bait site. Um, so that's when you want to be there an hour before dark and and be on cue because chances are pretty good you're going to see that bear. He might not necessarily come to the bait, but uh, he'll be in the area. So right. if you're bow hunting and you have that happen, uh, maybe switch to a rifle and then a shot will present. Uh, shot will present itself maybe with the bear not at the bait, more distant, but he's yeah. out 20 or 30 yards behind the bait, that kind of stuff. So, cool. but, uh, the, the number one thing is bears, um, will start grazing on acorns uh, in hardwoods. And when there's 500,000 acorns laying on the woods, hard to compete with, eh? it's hard for them to come <laughs> to, all the way to your bait and eat. So, uh, spot stock hunting can be really good in the fall. Right. Uh, and that's what you were referring to as you were deer hunting. So if you want to sneak through the woods in the fall at uh, twilight periods, um, sometimes you can, if you use uh, the good optics, you know, a pair of binoculars and, and, and glass ridges, oak ridges, uh, you can spot bears grazing. That's cool. Well, the only other thing I've got to add that's helped me get some success, and maybe these tips will help you as well, um, the success we've had with bait hunting with black bear Two of us will walk into the stand. One of us will walk back. Typically, I found that bears will pattern you sometimes. And if they hear you going back nine times out of ten, they'll be more prompted to come in early because they think you're gone, provided the person in the stand is quiet. And then the second thing that's worked well for me, and like you say, Mike, a few weeks before the season opens, um, a dirty work shirt in the tree stand. And as much as you know they can smell people they seem to get acclimatized to it so those yep. are the two two little tips i've got anyway yeah and those are excellent i mean uh, uh, one thing i didn't say is when you get to your stand and you're going to climb up in there make all sorts of noise because there's one thing a bear hates is somebody else stealing his lunch yeah, yeah. so make a lot of racket at your bait and then climb up in your tree or like you said have have a second person leave or make some noise and go out of the woods but if a bear is in the vicinity and he knows he's got a food source nearby and he hears some a little bit of a calamity going on over there he's going to come and check it out and make sure no one's stealing his lunch yeah exactly well thanks for those tips and hopefully it'll help some of our listeners be successful black bear hunting in ontario this fall angler and hunter radio's hunting corner is brought to you by camillus quality knives since 1876 don't go away we'll be right back No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge. 
pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time in the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique preflex hull design, and the -the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. Adolph Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus Knives. Stay sharper. Longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Okay, joining us now is Chris Kaisler. Chris, welcome to Angler Hunter Radio. Thank you, Randy. Chris is the uh, member of the board of directors at Tiny Marsh. Um, I guess you can picture it. It's a very tiny marsh. <laughs> anyway, uh, Chris, where is Tiny Marsh located? Uh, tiny Marsh is in Tiny, Ontario, Tiny Township. Uh, it's just slightly north of Elmville. Okay. Uh, it's on the Tiny Flock town line. Okay, so it's not too far from the big city. No, it's probably about an hour's drive. Okay, so it's right in the middle of a swath of agricultural land. I've I've only been there once, but got a good look at it. Uh, where and why and how was it established? Uh, you know, obviously, you know, it's a swamp in the middle of some farmland. Uh, what, yeah. What happened here? <laughs> yeah, well, back in the, um, I believe it was the early 1900s. Okay. Uh, the Huron Rod and Gun Club uh, purchased the property. It was uh, It was basically vacant farmland. 
Um, they had put some work into the property um, and transferred it over to the province, I believe it was in the 60s. Um, so they practiced conservation for quite a number of years and turned it over to the province. We were actually the first provincial wildlife area in Ontario. So as you know, um, I teach hunt, hunter education and uh, Canadian firearms, and I'm also the uh, program coordinator for the uh, youth, pro- youth hunting program here at the uh, Federation of Anglers and Hunters. And for all you listeners out there who have uh, youngsters, say the age of 12 to 15 years old, who have no license, they have nothing, but they would love to try hunting, we've got some great news, don't we, Chris? Absolutely, we sure do. Yeah, so Waterfowl Heritage Day, which is this year, it's going to be September 16th. And that day, we're going to take uh, we're going to take a limited number of kids. We're going to train them. We're going to give them their hunting their, and their uh, their firearm courses. We're going to take them out on a mentored hunt with uh, with the, an experienced hunter. Uh, what, what can you add to that, uh, Chris? Is this something that you've done in the past, something that's new or? Yeah, no, we've had, uh, we've run a few successful youth youth hunts uh, in the past um, and we were looking to uh, reach out to OFAH to, to get some of their experience on board and, and mentorship so we're, we're very excited about this, uh, this announcement. Yeah this is going to be a lot of fun and for anybody out there who's uh, interested for sure uh, you can uh, get in touch with me uh, you just look me up at the on the Angler and Hunter Radio website and email me. Tell me, uh, you know, what if you're interested in getting your kids involved, and uh, we'll certainly get you on the list. It, there again, it's limited, but uh, it will include uh, just just a great weekend, and I look forward to that. It's it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it'll be fantastic. Yeah. So so for mtm.org, if you just want to go hunting up at Tiny Marsh or learn more about the area. And then, of course, uh, look me up at Angler and Hunter Radio, Randy Jennings, Randy at ahradio.ca, and uh, uh, get in touch with me, and uh, we'll uh, get you all set up for a youth hunt. Chris, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us today. No problem, Randy. Thanks for having me. I just wanted just one quick update. mtmconservation.org. mtmconservation.org. You got it. Perfect. Perfect. Right on. <laughs> Thanks. And now the news. Two Timmins area men have been fined a total of $2,400 for fishing offenses. Both men of South Porcupine pleaded guilty and were each fined $1,200 for having an over-limit of walleye and received a one-year fishing license suspension. The court heard that on April 8, 2017, conservation officers attended the Matagami River in Timmins as a result of a public complaint to the MNRF tips line. An investigation revealed that the men had caught and retained a total of 12 walleye on that day. The sport fishing license limit for walleye in the Matagami River is four walleye each. Justice of the Peace, Francois Cloutier, heard the case in the Ontario Court of Justice Timmins on June 22, 2017. For further information on fishing regulations, please consult the Ontario Fishing Regulations Summary, available at Ontario.ca forward slash fishing. To report a natural resources violation, call the MNRF tips line at 1-877-847-7667 toll-free anytime or contact your ministry office during regular business hours. You can also call Crime Stoppers anonymously at 1-800-222-8477. The Angler and Hunter Radio Show has been brought to you by Yamaha. 
What kind of Yamaha are you? Angler and Hunter Radio is a production of the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Please send your tall tales and comments to ahradio.ca. Don't forget, you can check out past episodes of Angler and Hunter Radio on the web or at wrbo.com.